Hey, what's up everyone? Henry here from Disruptive Money Management and today I'm going to be talking about the simple IRA for small business owners. More often than not, I run into small business owners inquiring about the difference between the simple IRA versus the 401k. It used to be that small business owners would utilize a simple IRA because the cost of starting a 401k plan was costly to implement and maintain. If we were having this conversation, you know, 5-10 years ago, that would be the case. But a lot has changed in the industry, and establishing a 401k is more cost-effective now than ever before. If we go into the years past, the solution for those that did not want to start a 401k was to provide simple IRA benefits, because for one, it didn't really have much of an implementation cost or annual maintenance cost for the employer. Today, we're going to be breaking down the benefits and the pitfalls of the simple IRA so that you can make an educated decision on whether or not it is right for your business. The simple IRA was designed for companies with less than 100 employees to quickly and efficiently provide retirement. It took the significant components of a 401k and stripped it down to the bare minimum. It applied the IRS regulations in a fixed fashion so that there were very little adjustments that could be made. With very few adjustments and customization, the simple IRA became the low-cost solution for businesses to provide retirement benefits for their employees. Additionally, it works very similarly to a 401k. It allows you and your employees to defer pre-tax dollars to a qualified retirement plan that grows tax-deferred. Upon obtaining retirement age of 59 and a half, you can withdraw the funds as ordinary income tax. Simple IRAs are predominantly established directly at a mutual fund or investment company. Regardless of who you have a setup through, whether it is an independent financial advisor, a wirehouse bank, or a credit union, the actual underlying plan itself is typically held directly at a mutual fund company. These are your American Centuries, American Funds, Fidelities, or T. Rowe Price. When you structure a simple IRA, the mutual fund company will create a master prototype account under the business name. Every subsequent employee that elects to participate will end up having their simple IRA retirement account held at that mutual fund company linked via the employer master plan. From a setup process, there is not much that needs to take in, be taken into for consideration. The simple IRA allows all employees who work for you and who earn at least $5,000 a year in the last two years to contribute to the plan. Unlike a 401k, the simple IRA has no setup fees nor any ongoing administrative fees burdened onto the sponsoring employer. An employer can establish the plan anytime between January and October. Once established, the plan runs each year until the employer decides to shut it down. It is essential to know that once a plan has been established, that plan must run throughout the year. What I mean is this, if you have a simple IRA that has been running for a few years and you're ready to transition to a 401k plan for the added advantages, which I'll go into in a separate episode, you must run that simple plan through the remainder of the calendar year. Effectively, you would not want to start your 401k plan until January of the following December that you decide to shut down the simple IRA. So for ease of understanding, you cannot end and close a simple IRA mid-year. The plan itself must run through December 31st with notification to the company that that year is the final year that you're keeping it. If you decide to start a 401k in the middle of the year, you're going to want to postpone the implementation of the 401k until January 1st. You just can't contribute to the 401k until the simple has been shut down. 
Once a plant and its benefits have been established, you must provide benefits throughout the entire year. I often get asked by small business owners during times of financial difficulty if they can amend the employer contribution until they can get back on their feet. And the answer to that is no. Once you have agreed to provide benefits to your employees, you must maintain that benefit structure through the rest of the year. Going back to contributions, employees have the ability to contribute pre-tax dollars, meaning any funds that they contribute to the plan will not be subjected to taxes, the earnings will be tax deferred, and upon withdrawal at retirement age, which is set at 59 and a half, they can take the funds out and pay ordinary income taxes. For the calendar year 2020, the simple IRA allows any employee to contribute 13,500 annually, and an additional 3000 in catch-up if they are over the age of 50. Historically, the simple IRA maximum limits have been increasing by approximately 500 a year, so we can reasonably expect 2021's maximum contribution amount to be approximately 14000 and 17000 with the catch-up. Employer contributions. When it comes to the employer contributions, the simple IRA has very minimal leeway of modification when it comes to the employer contribution. As the employer, you have really two options regarding how much you can contribute to the simple IRA plan. You can either match your employee's contribution dollar for dollar up to 3%. And if you use this route, there is no compensation limit on the 3% rule, which I'll explain in just a minute. If you don't want to go with the matching rule, then your other alternative is to provide a flat 2% contribution to each and every eligible employee, regardless of what their actual contribution to the plan is. This 2% does have a compensation limit of 285000 That means if you have an employee with 300 k in comp, your 2% is only calculated on 285000 since that is the limit. The compensation amount is subject to change, so check with the IRS limits every year if you have this. So going back to the match rule, there is no compensation limit on the 3%. You will match 3% up to an employee's comp at 100000 200000 300000 Breaking these down, the very first one is easy to, enough to understand. If your employee contributes 1% of their annual comp, you will match 1%. If they're contributing 2, you're going to match 2. If they contribute 3, you're going to match 3. Your buck stops there at the three uh, because that's really the full. If you have an employee contributing 10%, you're just on the hook for three. The second option is providing a flat 2% contribution to every eligible employee, regardless of how much they are contributing. If they are not contributing but are eligible, they're going to receive the two. If they're contributing three, they're still going to get the two. When selecting which one is most appropriate for the company, most employers tend to choose the first option. In today's day and environment, retirement, retirement planning is, is not a one-sided affair. Providing benefits is fantastic, but for any of us to get to retirement on time and in the way we want, we should encourage our employees to be saving. The first option is a great tool to promote savings for those that care about retirement and are willing to have some skin in the game. The employer contribution amounts are pretty rigid in that we cannot deviate much from those two options. Remember that whatever you promised, your employees must be the same throughout the entire year. The IRS does allow some flexibility for changes to the employer contribution, but not by much. The flexibility to the employer contribution rule is this. 
If you have previously selected the 2% straight contribution, you can substitute it for the 3% matching rule for one plan year. But of course, you must notify your employees of the change. If you had previously elected for the 3% matching contribution, you may decrease it for one calendar year with a minimum of 1%. Additionally, you can only make this change two times in a five-year period. Again, any changes must be sent to your employees. The simple IRA really does not have any flexibility in restricting the employer's contribution upon employee termination. The best way to explain this is to provide you with an example of a 401k clause. On a 401k, you can structure an employee match When it comes to the employer contribution, employees must be employers must be very when it comes to the employer contribution, employers the when it comes to employee termination, the employer must remember the The simple IRA does not have any flexibility in restricting the employer's contribution upon employee termination. The best way to explain this is to provide you with an example of a 401k clause. On a 401k, you can structure an employee match obligation that requires an employee to work for you for X number of days and hours before becoming eligible for entry into the plan. Additionally, in a 401k, you can also require that they remain employed throughout the entire year to receive the employer contribution. That type of limitation is not available in a simple IRA. This is a big misconception. When provided, the benefits must be given to an employee whether they leave or pass away before the end of the year. When it comes to calculating the employer contribution, and more specifically, a 3% match, you must consider the employee's entire year salary for purposes of calculating the 3% rule. This is regardless of when they enter into the plan. For example, say I have an annual salary of 50000 and I start contributing to my employer's simple IRA plan on September 1st. Let's say I contribute $1,536 from September 1st through December 31st my employer would have to match 3% of my entire year's compensation of $50,000, which in this example is a $1,500 match. It doesn't matter that I only contributed to the plan during the last four months of the year. A big misconception is that employers will only start calculating the salary from September 1st to December 31st, and that's what they base, that's what they base a common misconception is that the business owner would calculate the salary from September 1st to December 31st and base the 3% match on that compensation, thinking, hey, that's when I entered into the plan, right? So that's when they should be calculating. No, the 3% is based on the entire year's compensation. When it comes to a simple IRA, any employee contributions withheld from their paychecks have a minimum time frame upon deposit. When you have a simple IRA, any employee contributions withheld from their paychecks have a maximum time frame upon deposit. The IRS rule is that withholdings must be deposited within 30 days after the month in which the deferrals were made. However, the Department of Labor has a more strict rule. 
you must have the funds deposited within seven days of the pay date in which the funds were deducted. I always suggest erring on the side of caution and making the deposits as soon as possible. The fact is, when funds are deducted from your employee's paycheck, you have a fiduciary responsibility to have it transferred to their accounts as quickly as possible. An extended holding on employee funds is a big red flag when it comes to retirement plans. You don't want to mess with the IRS and the Department of Labor when it comes to these things. There is no easy way to explain why you had constructive receipts and did not promptly transfer it. When it comes to the employer contributions, you have some more leeway. The employer contributions must be made before you file your business taxes, including any requested extensions. What that means is that if you have a 3% match or a straight 2% contribution, you don't necessarily have to put that portion into the account until the following year is up when you file your taxes. Theoretically speaking, you can make the entirety of the year's employer contribution up to the deadline, typically October 15th of the following year if you filed an extension. Your contributions as the employer are, of course, completely tax deductible as an expense. When it comes to cost comparisons, when it comes to a simple IRA, from a simple IRA cost standpoint, I started this episode by saying that there are very minimal setup costs for the employer. In a later episode, I'll compare the simple IRA to the 401k in a side-by-side analysis so you can see it in greater detail. Still, the low to absolute no startup cost is probably why the simple IRA appeals to most small businesses. But look, you know and I know that there are no free lunches in this world. The simple IRA is not free because most of the cost is embedded in the simple IRA investments. The plan itself is almost always tied to a mutual fund company. Although you may not have a setup cost or reoccurring annual annual admin costs, the mutual fund company still has to make their money somehow. And they do this by embedding the costs into the contributions that are going into the plan. For the most part, the mutual fund company will assess an upfront commission charge on every dollar contributing to the plan. It is not uncommon for this upfront sales load to be in the range of 5 and 6%. On top of that, they can have pretty expensive expense ratios well above 1% that gets assessed. On top of that, they can have pretty expensive expense ratios well above 1% that gets assessed annually on the money that is within the plan. Because the simple IRA is tied to one mutual fund company, you can only select investments within that one company. For example, if your plan is at Fidelity, you can only have access to a preset menu of just Fidelity investments. The same goes if you have your plan at American Century. All investment options are only through investments American Century. Building a well-rounded investment account often involves using different fund companies for different investments in today's modern environment. For example, in a 401k, I may have a fund lineup with 15 different investment options, but those 15 different options would come from many different companies. I may have an extremely low-cost S&P 500 fund from BlackRock. Building a well-rounded investment account often involves using different fund companies for different investments in today's modern environment. For example, in a 401k, I may have a fund lineup with 15 different investment options. But those 15 different options would come from very different companies. 
I may have an extremely low cost S&P 500 fund from BlackRock, a large cap growth oriented fund from Fidelity, maybe a small and mid cap growth fund from Alliance Bernstein and international exposure from Vanguard. I may have bonds from PIMCO and a stable value from another company, as well as a full suite of target date funds from TIAA or T. Rowe Price. The idea behind this level of diversification is that I want to utilize the best in class for the sector that we wish to have exposure to and provide low-cost options for the fee-conscious investor. There is no way in hell you can say that one fund company out there does the best at everything. I'm sorry, but Fidelity, American Funds, T. Rowe Price, Vanguard, and all of you investment companies out there, you all have strengths and weaknesses. It's a simple truth. To say that you have a full suite of the best investment options in every sector is simply BS. It's like saying McDonald's makes It's like saying McDonald's makes the best fast food burger for every type of meat out there. It's not true because we all know Chick-fil-A makes the best chicken sandwiches. This level of investment selection diversification is not possible in a simple IRA. You can pick from their limited menu of investment options and kind of go from there. From a bigger perspective of using simple IRAs, I want to address integrations and financial wellness. I get it that running a business is not easy. There are a lot of things to address. You've got employee morale, business marketing, and advertising to consider. You got to consider your business growth, profits, expenses, and we haven't even touched upon customer satisfaction. The last thing you want is to have to spend hours each week running the retirement plan and making sure contributions are made correctly. The modern 401k plan has gotten better at technology to integrate with most payroll providers to have what is called a 360 solution. Adjustments and modifications from an employee's contribution amounts are automatically reflected in the payroll company, allowing seamless calculation of the payroll deductions and subsequent deposits. Very few simple IRAs have this type of integrative solution, which means either you or someone in HR Very few simple IRAs have this type of integrative solutions, which means either you or someone in human resources must spend time every pay period to perform the calculations. You will need to enter it into the system correctly and make sure the funds are deposited promptly. If your employees are making changes to their contributions, they're going to be constantly running back to the person in HR, letting them know. If your business is low in employee count, that may not be an issue. But as your company grows in employee count, more time will be needed to run the administrative aspect. And the more manual data entries that there are, more errors are prone to be made. 360 integrated retirement plans just about almost eliminate these processes, allowing these systems to speak to one another directly, thus effectively saving you time, money, and fiduciary liability. Additionally, simple IRAs have very low to no focus on financial wellness. Employee information on their online websites will generally provide them with information relative to how much they have contributed, what the employer contribution was, and their account's internal rate of return. With the retirement crises that we are undergoing, I can tell you that employees need more than just a return rate. Let me ask you this. If I told you that your account balance was $250,000 and your 
return rate this year was 7%. What does that tell you? Well, all it tells you is that your account balance is $250,000 and your investments return 7% this year. What it doesn't tell your employees is whether or not they are on track for retirement. It doesn't provide projected retirement income, which is what we all want to know. Yes, knowing my account balance is well and fine, but what employees want to know is how much their income can be replaced when they retire. They also want to know what they must do if that retirement income number is not to their liking. They want to see if they will have enough money to sustain their entire retirement time frame. And unfortunately, knowing only the balance and the rate of return is insufficient. Additionally, simple IRAs don't provide much in terms of tools for other items of financial wellness. They don't offer the debt payoff calculators or the other articles of importance necessary for retirement planning. All right. Well, I know that was quite a bit to take in, but that was the simple IRA in a nutshell. The simple IRA has historically been recommended as a simple and low-cost solutions for business owners wanting to provide retirement benefits. Still, as I have illustrated, the actual underlying cost can be quite substantive. Still, as I illustrated, the actual underlying cost can be quite substantial. Additionally, the lack of financial wellness, HR integration tools, and investment selection makes it a dinosaur for corporate retirement plans. Additionally, the lack of financial wellness, integration tools, and investment selection makes it a dinosaur for corporate retirement plans. The simple IRA may sound appealing because of the lack of startup costs. And if you don't care that your employees are bearing the majority of the costs, if you don't plan on contributing whatsoever, maybe, just maybe, it's a viable option. Still, if you are a business owner who cares about the big picture of low costs, financial guidance, and diversification, I strongly recommend considering the 401k plan instead. Again, in a separate episode, I am going to do the exact same deep dive into a 401k plan, and I'm going to illustrate to you in a side-by-side analysis why the 401k is not as expensive as most business owners think. And that's it for today, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode on the Simple IRA. And that's it for today, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode on the Simple IRA. In my upcoming episode, I will do a similar deep dive into the 401k and why the 401k is not as expensive as one might think in today's modern time. Until next time, I wish you all a safe, healthy, and productive week. The podcast reflects the opinions of the hosts. The podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to serve as a recommendation to buy or sell any security, and is not an offer or sale of a security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended to be the basis of any investment decision. Investment advice is offered only through a signed management agreement with Juncture Wealth Strategies, LLC, a registered investment advisor.